Hey, good people in podcast land. Welcome to Convene, a conversation series dedicated to connecting the creative community in Toronto. I'm your host, Chris Penrose, and this 16-part series is about the music ecosystem between Montreal and Toronto. This edition of Convene is supported by Factor Canada. For this episode, I spoke with Yasmin Sek, who is the founder of the Montreal PR company Sounds Good, offering management and press services to local artists such as Azuku, Tylene Johnson, Derry, Kanai, and more. She has been working in the underground scene for almost 10 years in Montreal, starting as a DJ as part of Obsolete Collective, and later working as the main booker at Dacha. Yasmin is dedicated to pushing underground sounds in Quebec, including Afro House, hip hop, French rap, grime, and baile. Amazing. Okay, so first question is if you can describe to me what your role in the music industry is in your city. Yeah, well, basically, um, I started out working in the music industry when I was about 18 years old. I started out DJing mostly um, in the underground scene because Montreal is, I think, is a little different from Toronto. Like we had a very like electronic underground scene like happening for years. And it was, excuse my English because it's not my first language, but sometimes I'll try to say what I mean with other words but it was kind of like a closed scene I would say it was mostly like old like white guys in their 30s 40s making doing techno and it was not really inclusive to like the youth here and like it was more like a scene that was ruled with like money and the DJing and the big clubs and the old ports it had some sort of like um, something nice to it but at the same time it was a really like a, a close scene for new DJs and people that wanted to push different sounds so I started DJing when I was 18 and then I started a collective that was called Obsolete Collective so we were basically mixing like house music but not like commercial house like you could find in the old port we would do more like techno events at our private venues underground we'll see illegals kind of like party venues and we organized classic house events so I started with this and then eventually I got a little bit like annoyed with like the techno scene because I was like there's a bunch of like new styles and I would go to other cities like New York where they had like a lot of DJs coming from all around the world like uh, Afro House, uh, Grime, like other style even the hip-hop was becoming way better from Montreal and no one would really like care about this so I started a night that was called No House No Techno where we could explore like underground other styles of music and then I ended up through this touch of hip-hop working in the hip-hop industry in Montreal and I don't know if you know a little bit about like the Quebec hip-hop scene but we have a big um, in music industry here but it's mostly like a white French-speaking closed rap keb they call it rap québécois like rap keb vibe and it doesn't really resonate with people that are from Montreal it's mostly like a suburb kind of like country Quebec- québécois thing that's not really ex- 
inclusive to like people of color that are from Montreal. So most of Montrealers didn't grow up with the Quebec culture. They actually know more about the Toronto culture, the New York culture, the MTV shows. Like, it's so weird that people don't know that we know more about, sometimes if you're from Montreal, you know more about the Toronto culture than you actually relate to the Quebec culture. I mean, musically speaking, you know. Yeah, I've actually um, been in conversations like that where I, th I think that that's, and that is what you're describing, a part of why I think there is such a great potential between a relationship between Montreal and Toronto because um, there is this Quebecois culture and there's a lot of investment in that like Francophone I mean, culture. most of the investment is in that Quebecois culture. It depends on the scenes. I, I would say that like Montreal is very close to like electronic music that has no like voice on it. Like they're not like the culture in Quebec doesn't really acknowledge that big scene that was mostly led by English speaking people and like the DJs we had, like even K Trinata only got like an interview like this year because he got Grammys, but no one really cared and you couldn't win anything because we don't even have like a gala or something that can recognize artists that are not French speaking. So that's kind of weird. And I, I think the language is in and the culture in Quebec is in is blocking a lot of like collaborations between our cities. Well, I think also perceptions of it too. And that's that's, exactly. that's where it's like uh, there is a way more alignment, I feel, in like the values and the tastes and the sounds than we might know between the cities. Like some people are in the know about that, but a lot of people assume that there isn't an interest from Toronto to yeah, Montreal. Yeah, a lot of people assume that we're doing nothing here. Or they don't know that we have a lot of, like, very good artists. And we have a lot of, like, even in the um, Anglo hip-hop scene, we have a lot of, like, really good artists that would benefit from collaborating more with Toronto. But the thing is, like, our media, they don't acknowledge them. Like, even if they have, like... 3 million streams on like Spotify, Apple Music, whatever, they'll still talk about that French-speaking rapper from like, I don't know where, that has no following, but that's pushed by the music companies and the labels and the radio because you can't get on the radio in Montreal if you're not, if you're doing English music, like it's really hard. Like there's, it's like there's a, there's a, a problem in the way to like, be getting success in Montreal if you're not part of like the Quebecois mainstream culture. Mm -hmm. that's, that's you have to pop somewhere else to become something here. But then simultaneously, there's there's so much talent coming exactly. out of the city. It's interesting though, because there are some similar barriers in Toronto when you look at like, there are artists that are really have a strong following, get a lot of views, a lot of streams, but won't find very much mainstream support in the city. Um, but I think that's more because it's like people who are doing um, more like street rap. Um, they, yeah, exactly. They get... Us, we have the same problem. It's like the rap that's allowed here, it's more like, actually, I don't even think we have like one black rapper from Quebec that's like known. I don't think we have one. We have like, a, and there's also the language because you have to understand like, it's way deeper than this here because there's like the French rappers 
if they're black, they might have a chance to be acknowledged by the white Quebecois culture here if their rap isn't too, um, they call it like violent. That's so weird. They have like a, a problem with like, you know, rap started in the streets and it's like something that comes from people who usually are, are from those like areas. But here it's like they're against it. They will like listen to every word. And if you're talking about like pimping or they're going to be canceled from radio, that's such a kind of like a, a weird way to read that old hip hop culture, you know. Yes, it's a different type of um, gatekeeping, but nonetheless, uh, exactly. gatekeeping. And again, I think it points back to the way that there is so much potential for um, the the communities that could really connect in Toronto and Montreal. But on that note, I wanted to ask you, from your perspective, how would you describe the current relationship between the music communities in Montreal and Toronto? Um. Well, from my point of view, I would say that like some of our DJing scene are connected because I see, I don't know, like I, I'm talking from my point of view, obviously, but like when I, I make events, like I've worked with Moonshine, I've worked with like Dasha and we book DJs that are from like Chippy Non Sabas come here, Bambi, like a lot of people come here and some DJs come to Toronto, but that that's more on like an underground level. But I feel like the rap scene is really closed. Like, I, I've never seen a Montreal rapper feature with a, a Toronto rapper, even though we're so close and, like, it's so easy for us to to do. I think hip-hop is the, is the, is the challenge, but I feel like Quebec, uh, people from Montreal thought, like, that people from Toronto, when they got that fame with, like, the OVO and the EXO label and, like, Drake and everything... They, they just don't try really, or I don't know if it's like a closed, like they just think that like people from Toronto would never want to hear anything from English rapping, uh, English speaking rappers from Montreal. But I feel like there's no connection. Well, there could be more or better connections, I feel. Mm -hmm. I agree. I think that the potential is so strong and if um you know some sparks happen that get exactly. those collaborations I just feel like happening. we're also different like montreal has come i feel like in toronto the rap scene is like more established and they actually have like a real legit come hip-hop industry maybe i'm i'm talking out of come i don't know what i'm talking about but from our perspective in montreal it's like toronto has its own thing going on and it's really branded around like the toronto sound you know and us in Montreal, a lot of people think that, like, even the Toronto style and what Ovo brought is, like, kind of done, you know? People want to go, like, further in music. And here in Montreal, there's a lot of, like, the city is not expensive to live in. So there's a lot of really good artists that just come here to create. We're kind of like a Berlin, you know, like, kind of like a funny ecosystem for a lot of good artists to come and try to make it. And I feel that's why sometimes we ended up with, like, very special artists like Grime, like Kay Trinata, like people that are really niche that started their career here in Montreal. And no, I mean, nobody really knows about it sometimes. <laughs> it's interesting you say that because I think the com the themes in the conversations do come back a lot to this idea that Toronto is stronger when it comes to being like an industry city and Montreal exactly. is stronger when it comes to being like a culture Art. and creative city. Yeah. Exactly. There's not a lot of money. Like even here in Montreal, you can be famous, do a lot of like f 
fill in a lot of like clubs and venues and still not make a lot of money from your art because it's not like a big machine there's no I feel the main difference is the media support. In Toronto, there's like a, a, an hip-hop culture and people support their artists. They talk about them. They make, they, you have a lot of media. You have like, I don't know, like you have, uh, I think you still have come some TV channels about music. You have uh, Exclaim, Complex. Um, you still guys have still Vice. Like people, I don't know if they do stuff, but they still talk about your scene when, us in Montreal, our media, they don't care. We don't even have one media that's like, I would say, followed and non-conventional. So we have to get in the press when we want to talk about like hip-hop artists. And sometimes the language, depending on like, of course, if it's like French speaking, we don't have much press unless it comes from like France and Belgium. And when it's English, sometimes usually we get noticed by the Americans before being noticed by like people from Toronto, you know. That that's an interesting dynamic that you're that you're describing. And I think that there does from what you're saying, I really feel like there's potential for some of the outlets, especially in this digital age that are, you know, Toronto faced or more Toronto focused, to integrate more Montreal content um into into that you know it's it's a lot to build platforms and i think there could be a lot of benefit to montreal continuing to to build its own platforms but some of those toronto based or toronto focused platforms could also engage with a lot more of what's coming out of montreal yeah. i feel like when you're from quebec it's like the whole rest of canada think about like canada as like a whole but when you're from quebec it's like oh should we like include them <laughs> you know there's always this like weird cultural thing but we should not forget about the people that are not like quebecer born but making culture that are also ignored by like the quebec um, structure cultural structure that sometimes like a lot of artists are telling me i can't wait for like the toronto media to save us or like notice what the government is doing to us here like how they're shutting us like they're making us silent when we're actually come generating a lot of like come hype around us, even like the moonshine collective that like made huge events around the world, never got like recognized here at all. Come a lot of people are like unrecognized, I would say. And I was talking to this with my friend last, last night, because I'm managing this one artist that got like, Um, in an article from like Complex talking about the 25 under 25 from Canada and mm -hmm. they name only one person from Quebec and it's like the the little guy that I manage that has no article, like 200 followers on Instagram, but he's extremely good. He sounds like a, a French rapper, like Amza or whatever. And I was like, it's crazy that like Americans notice talents and sound and even here no one wants to even like talk about him in an article or something. Yeah. So what you're describing too, like I, I'm, you know, from Toronto and I, I grew up in the hip hop um, scene in industry, like 90s, early 2000s. Um, and I hear what you're saying about kind of Toronto, look, not looking at Montreal, like kind of looking past it, similar to yeah. how I think a lot of people from Toronto felt about the US or, you know, New York or just like the American hip hop um, industry and community not not looking at what we're doing and taking it as seriously. It's, it sounds like there's a parallel 
between um, those two experiences, you know, and the, I mean, the end of the Toronto story is that this city that was being overlooked is a leader of industry. And I think the end of the Montreal story could also be the same thing. It's like the city that was overlooked, I think, has the potential to be a real leader in the industry. Exactly. The way I see Montreal is just like there's less money in the city. So obviously come artists that come here are not like we usually get the people that, that, that are like really working their sound. And once they did it and they made it, they leave. Like we're kind of like this. It's like a how could I say this? I'm trying to translate for you. <laughs> like. It's like a springboard. <laughs> exactly. It's come to use our city because there's a lot of like good connections you can get from here to start something and then we have to leave to become famous. Mm. But I feel like it's also because the whole structure of like getting grants and getting like um, financial support for your projects goes through the Quebec system and you cannot give get any like an English rapper in Montreal is really in disadvantage compared if he was living in Ontario because he's not allowed to get like the grants that all the Quebecers that make music in French gets. So that's why sometimes radio, they only push. It's like the model that's that's not up to date. It's like the, the business structure of our art that's not really relevant anymore. And our artists are suffering from this. Yeah, it's again, there's so many parallels because I think that you if you talk to, you know, Toronto artists, they they have a similar feeling of like, you know, I, I saw, you know, a, a post, uh, Claremont the second, you know, he was sharing just how he felt about some things happening in the city and the cr content he creates. And, you know, he, he echoed something that people have echoed over and over is where they feel like they have to leave Toronto to, to get that recognition. And that I think that's what drives back to you know the purpose of why we want to have this conversation is that feeling that well if montreal and toronto had a stronger music e ecosystem if there was those uh, the size of both audiences that those cities can reach and there was more like collaboration and and kind of like connecting around what the strengths of the both cities are that that could make it more you know having a career in the city you live in more viable and not feeling exactly. like you have to leave. I feel like maybe it could come from like the Toronto media to just like, just like you did, you know, it's the first time that someone just hit me up about like talking about this conversation where I've been working in this industry for like 10 years and no one, I didn't even know that no one would know who I am in Toronto. Like that's how I think. So welcome. to me, it's like another land another thing and I, I think it's cool we I think it's gonna come from like the artists themselves and the people and the media and like everyone that's working in the community more than by our system in Quebec I feel like people in even like the laws around art in Toronto are more like to um like they have more of a forward thinking than the laws we have in Quebec I just feel like in Quebec, we have a huge identity crisis right now that's happening that not a lot of people talk about, but like just the way like the population is come. There's a lot of more immigrants come. The Quebec culture is getting smaller and smaller and like the the French, but now the French with all immigrants in here is like 
the culture of French rap in Montreal is kind of like merging into the French rap culture, the big one in Belgium and like France and like rap from Quebec is kind of getting pushed aside and like Quebecers are making bigger laws to make to, to make sure that like rap keb has more space. So it's kind of like a war between um, identities. And I feel like as soon as this is not set like with laws, we won't be able to really like have grants and subvention and push our collectives. Well, that's, that's a really powerful insight to get into, you know, the dynamic that's happening in the city and in, in your province, because um, those that that also speaks to like the need for some change over in some of the institutions within Quebec. I think right? we need like Canadian institutions that doesn't look where you're from in Canada that just look to music or Canadian collective or like something that's a bit broad because a lot of people from Montreal are thinking worldwide. They're mm. not like, they don't want to tour in Quebec. They want to, like, they have a sound that's international, you know. They need a way to get out of here also, like, get their music out there. Mm-hmm. So that global Without mindset. having to leave Montreal. <laughs> that would be the goal. Well, taking this conversation to that kind of visionary place of, of imagining, like, what would be possible with these two cities more connected, what are some things you think that could happen that could really strengthen that connection? And what do you think um, becomes possible when those, when the connection between those t- two cities is stronger? Well, sometimes I feel like we could have maybe more interest from the Ontarian media as I get obviously more following and more um, like cloud and just like, audience than ours to be interested in like what's the specific city of the Montreal sound because there's one come nobody ever asked me but I I know what it is it's like Montreal is a different city so I feel our sound is sometimes a little less commercial like we're pushing artists that are more like it's like more a, a very artistic city like a bit like Berlin in North America because a lot of people come from everywhere to study here because we're French too so we have like all the people from Europe we have all the French speaking um Africans immigrants and we have also all the English because we're also English so everybody that I talk to like Montreal specificity is the melting pot that we are all living in. And that creates great, great music sometimes, even in other genre, like, I don't know if you knew about come the Arbrutus record label that we have in early 2000. No. Come a lot of artists come grime sign that her first album was on this album. Come, you know, like a lot of like more underground electronic artists may, still relevant to me and no one is like claiming this to Montreal you know that's, that's... and maybe um, labels that would care about researching more the Quebec area because we don't really have like hip-hop labels that are like connected with the real hip-hop industry in Toronto and um, the states you know yeah it definitely took a lot of digging to for me to especially in this time where you know, we can't really travel um, to, to start to find artists that I, I was really feeling in terms of the sound and all that. And, you know, coming across um, Tylene and then that led to finding you and, and the work you're doing. Um, 
definitely was not like a first Google search. No, of course not. And even Thailand has so much potential, even here. And a lot of people are like, how come like she's not making music with anybody in Toronto? How come? But it's just like, I don't know. It's kind of a weird dynamic. And uh, there's another point also. I don't know if you want me to talk about this, but a lot of people from Montreal are saying, yeah, the, the hip hop scene in Toronto is kind of fucked right now because it's like a loss in like gang wars and affiliation and stuff like that, even more than like the American like scene. So people from Montreal have this perspective that like right now it's either like mainstream oval bookings or like get lost in the gang wars kind of situation. Yeah, no, it's, it's interesting that you said that. I One of the things I was thinking about when we are talking about making the connections stronger is the reality of like the the politics in hip-hop in the city yeah and, and even in, in the in the media in toronto they don't really they talk about it but like slightly you know yeah it, it's it's very uh, uh complicated you know and it's very charged and it's very very real and i think that um that it, one of the things i do think about is like you know just because when you look at it, like the way that, you know, Chicago's influence um, with the whole drill sound and the way that that affected Toronto scene, like there is definitely a direct connection between the Toronto um, hip hop sound right now and just the whole um, sound in Chicago and, and, the, and the real like Exactly, because you know me who knows nothing from like these neighborhoods. Like, I'm, I'm willing to my artist to collab with these guys. But at the same time, I'm like, am I really going to send, like, my artist? And then, you know, like, I don't want her to be, like, blocked by any collaboration. I don't know. There's this thing in Montreal where people talk about how Toronto scene right now is a bit, like, I don't know, like a jungle or something. <laughs> there's good music coming out of it, though. Like, Yeah, I'm there's lying, great music but... and great talent. Yeah, exactly. And I think that's one of the things that a lot of artists are are talking about. And, and there's some, you know, voices that are trying to, like, really push through is saying, you know, imagine we could get past the politics, you know. And, you know, there's a lot of people on the no polities talk and just, like, yeah. let's, let's uh, you know, connect. And, and I feel when politics take over, it's when there's no, like organized like legit labels running it it's just like gang money that's financing albums and financing everything but when there's like actual money that's put from an actual business there's less space for like people to take that there i mean it's not a problem like i'm glad that people can take their drug money to make an album that's not what i'm saying but it's just it needs to be like we don't want people to be scared to like hit up an, a rapper like collab without being blocked from others you know? well yeah you don't want to have a like an alignment with one artist just because you you feel them creatively that then exactly like kind of tags you as being on this side or that side exactly and i feel like in montreal we don't we don't we have gangs and everything but they don't mess up with the Even the street rap that we have in Montreal, it's like, of course we have like that's that only gang street rap, but it's not popular. You know, people that are popular here, they're not really affiliated. So we don't know about this. And I think that's 
one of the things that's kind of like also blocking is just like the structure around artists. Like, let's say you want a, a collab between like a Montreal artist and a rapper in Toronto, like the contact with maybe the manager or the team is just going to be hard for us, you know? Mm-hmm. Also, that's, that's an interesting um, thing to bring up in terms of a barrier. If you were to talk about um, one of the things that you think would be the most valuable steps that could be taken. So, you know, not thinking like huge and complete transformation, but just like uh, initial I think next step. Just in booking and like shows opening and like lineups, just trying to be. I, I feel like even on our, our end in Montreal, we should try to reach out more to Toronto. And me, I'm, I'm just trying to do it because. Tylead is my first English-speaking artist that I'm managing. So to me, it's like all new. But the first thing I thought was like, this girl has to go to Toronto, come. Mm. And then I was like, she doesn't have to live there, but she she needs that scene. It's so close. And especially now that COVID started, I was like, we can't go anywhere. Why aren't we just making, we have Mike Shab even here and that's really good. We have Tylene and we have a bunch of people that I'm sure like nobody knows them in Toronto, but if they would, just hear them, even like the frat boys, young Troy, like those people are interesting and their sound could even be aligned with like what we call the Toronto sound, even though it, it changed, I find, mm-hmm. over the, the past no, years. I, I totally agree. I mean, I think that was my impression. Like I, I started researching some music and I was like, I've never heard anyone play this. I've never heard anyone talk about these artists. But as I'm like taking them in, I was just like, this music's incredible. Like, who are, who are the people behind this, and how do we, how do we connect? Yeah. Um, well, I want to ask a question that's really like around people, platform spaces. So, if you were to tell someone from Toronto coming to Montreal what to check out, what to listen to, where to go, what platforms, um. And I will know that I you're definitely gonna like leave out some important names or you might forget some things and remember later. But given that, like where what would you start with? Where would you tell someone from Toronto to check out in Montreal? I think you should check out the underground because we're not supported, like I said, by our media industry and by our mainstream label. Come you could check out maybe there's only one like group that made it to the mainstream here they're called Cadicure Records so they're like Asian guys French speaking rappers that just signed a deal with Believe so they had like they have like a good following in Montreal but they're mostly Quebec but I would say check out like the underground collectives people that are working also with like the guys from St. Wiz sounds good what I do you can check out Moonshine you can check out like any any collective that's like looking to push artists outside of Quebec, not like proning only like, I don't even like to say Quebec culture because that's not our culture. And we're all, we were all born here. It's like a a vision of culture that they envision in their head, but that's not the actual culture of Quebec. But I just feel like we would just, uh, you need to look at the underground collectives and the people that are doing the groundwork, even like, it seems stupid, but like social media, Instagram, in Montreal, everybody knows everybody. So that was going to be my next it's question: easy. is like, what are some IG accounts and stuff like that, or or even like digital platforms as well that people should look at to to find some of those collectives and artists? 
Well, I found like there's not much, but there's mine. There's Quebec culture that does like nice videos and stuff. There's like the Make It Rain labels that are starting to like promote the street rap culture through documentaries and stuff like that. If you want, I can make you an email. Yeah. With all the links, if you want. Yeah, absolutely. I'd love to, love to cool. hear that. So, so there's a there's a badge. There's the Moonshine Collective. There's there was also the Occupy the Hood. That was like a a protest that ended up like promoting black artists and they had Kitchenada last summer, but I mean, it was COVID. So there was a little politics over this, but mm -hmm. <laughs> still doing good work. Absolutely. Um, now just like two more questions, really. Um, one is like, when you think about your skills and you think about your experiences, What is it that you think you could contribute to the strengthening of the relationship to Montreal and Toronto? I feel like um, it's the perspective that we have here collaborating with like people also all around. For me, I could also get in touch with like key people in Toronto and like kind of like find a channel or create a channel where I could always like feed information like I'm always the one reading like the complex, the big articles about like the music scene in Canada. And I'm always like, oh, once again, like Montrealers left, were left aside. Like even like the prices and the Junos, like they will, they won't, they will look at someone from Quebec if, if he had a big success. But like when it's to talk about like upcoming artists or like most promising upcoming, like no one's going to look at what's being done here usually we're like focusing on other scenes and i feel like what i could do i could definitely try to pass information like press stuff um stuff that are happening about people in montreal if i could find the key people to like send my information and like what's really happening in montreal too you know mm -hmm. that's that's really important i think like those kind of connections happening because The, is important because there's people who are looking for like what's happening and what's popping and what's interesting yeah. and i even people. thought about like an event even if it would be online or like a showcase that would have like to that that that's mission would be to link <coughs> like the hip-hop scene in canada or between montreal and toronto like i tried to push this for years with grants and stuff but People here, their money, they want to put it in French culture as well. This thing of like linking rappers, English speaking rappers between two cities, like very threatening to like Quebec. I'm not saying every Quebecers, but the people like in their 50s who are deciding which grants go to where, they're, they'd rather send like a guitar player to Nova Scotia than like put money into the rap community. But I feel like there's so much money to be made and there's so much good connections to be made because the two cities have two different cultures, but at the same time are very complementary because we experience this, this kind of like difference in culture than the U.S. Even though we want to be the same, like we're not the same. We're mm -hmm. not in the same country. We don't have the same realities in our rap. So it speaks for itself also. Well, I think... I think in IRL and digital programming that brings Montreal and Toronto artists together that share yeah, some exactly. of that sound is is so important. And I'm really happy you mentioned that because I think that that's something that um, people can do. And, and, and even here, like I'm not only blaming people from Toronto because here, like 
when we get big shows, like Toronto's not far. Why why do we never book openers from Toronto? Or why never Toronto never book openers from Montreal for like big shows? Like we're always in our little like cocoons and we're not kind of like looking out. <laughs> yeah, no, that's a good point. Um, the last question I have is going back to the whole roots and the purpose of this conversation. We really do believe that um, having these conversations can spark a lot more interest in taking steps to really connect the cities in a stronger way. But I wonder how you feel just having this conversation. Are you looking at the importance and the possibilities of the relationship between Montreal and Toronto in any new way or fresh way based off of talking about this? Well, I've been working as a booker for like 10 years. So I've been doing these connections as much as I could, like booking, like chipping on stuff with like DJs from Montreal that I thought would fit well and like mix people and just trying to create a bigger community. I feel that it's it's been done in like the the electronic scene that's more maybe like malleable and underground and easy to work with. But I feel like the real, real focus for me is to the mainstream, like hip hop. Cause I feel like in Montreal, we have nothing right now. We only have the rap kit, but we have good rappers here that could benefit from like that connection. And I feel like in the long run, it's really the hip hop connection that we need to make between mm. Montreal and Toronto. That's like super important to me. I find. I totally agree. I think that, and that that's the, at the heart of the conversation for me is really like. Exactly. But here it's just like, we don't really have a hip hop scene. Like you guys do, you know, like hip hop media, hip hop, like, I don't know. So you, you guys still have like much music, right? Or MTV or like stuff like that. Right. Yeah, it's. I mean, the the infrastructure here is okay, and it's also changed a lot um, over time, you know. And but it but it is an important thing to note. Like, I, you know, how many people from Montreal grew up like watching Rap City, you know, in yeah. Toronto, and and that was a really important platform where you look at like the radio shows and stuff that were here. Um, those, you know, having flow um, is as troubled as the history of that station yeah. is. Yeah, we don't have like one radio show that's like listened on the real hip hop culture like here. I feel like we should maybe, I feel like we should use Toronto's infrastructure and get in it. And then as soon as like you guys are inviting us more, you know, what we're doing right now is super important. Like it's the first time that someone asked me to talk on like that topic and Honestly, people in Montreal talk about this like all the time. Maybe because we're the city that's like not recognized, but a lot of people are like, when is Toronto scene gonna like, even, you know, like the whole oval trend and everything, like we had so many come talents and people here and people were like really supportive of that vibe. And they thought that Canada would become like <laughs> 10 years ago, like the 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 new country for like rap and everything but didn't really happen that way it makes like huh? <laughs> well we really want to see it spread out more and i think that's that's the that's a really good point you're making is that it's not it, there's the potential that you know the the spotlight that toronto has gained through the success of you know ovo and a number of, a ton of other artists as well um before and since them um has 
also could be something that spreads, you know, and, and, and brings yeah. that. And I feel like Montreal maybe is a little like our Republican Oval was cool, but c'est pas vraiment Montreal when I come from the vision that I have because people in Montreal are very like a bit more eccentric. I feel like Oval also like was very like manly like rap and super like americanized but here it's like we have also have a lot of like queer rappers like people that can push a sound that has never been seen before like people like katrinata even bambi she's collaborating more with like people from montreal making like i don't know like this new punk hip-hop come trip up kind of weird mm -hmm. stuff you know montreal is kind of like the underdog to me <laughs> Yeah, I feel you. I, I do. And I think that that's where it's, it's exciting because I, I believe that there, when you look at it, there are possibilities when these two cities start connecting really amplifies so many things. It amplifies the creativity. It amplifies the possibilities, the sound. It expands the industry possibilities. It, it expands audience. Like if everybody who is into hip hop in Toronto knew about the main artists that are just, you know, super talented and, and emerging in Montreal and vice versa, like how much more yeah. impact would that be for each of those artists? And I feel like we have that kind of like first potential that like the first, if we have one really good artist, I thought it would be Tylee and I still think it, but like it would be the first, you know, so it would be like kind of major to have one huge like famous rapper that's from montreal we've never had this we, we've had that on the, like the french side some of our rappers became famous in like france and everything but we've never had that as like also an english-speaking um city because we're really half and half like it's so weird it's like there's a lot of good rap in the english community but there's less support so i feel like they're good but they don't get where french rappers can get mm -hmm. easier Yeah, and and that that's where like I think myself like my my French is is so weak. Like all I ever got French was like you know public school, and that was like not really taken too seriously in public school. Yeah, and I feel like people from Toronto they have this vision of like people that speak French in Montreal are gonna be so pissed if you hit them up in English or they don't you don't speak English. But that's actually a, a mentality that's like a hundred percent gone. Like a lot of people from Montreal are not even like come from Quebec origins, but they they are also very open to like, they want to get out from this trapped like Quebec culture. Like most young people under 20, 35, I would say, just want to connect with Toronto. That That's all we're expecting. And mm. I feel like maybe that's what I should do. Like right now talking to you, I'm like, maybe I should start like a, a company, like a nonprofit and that's my mission. And I should come try to get a grant for it because Creating links between Toronto and Montreal, that would be like the the goal for our artists in Montreal, I feel. Well, I would back that in every way I could. <laughs> yeah, of course. Ma'am, I just hope that, I feel like um, the future is bright. That's how I see it. <laughs> yeah, I agree. I'm an optimist and I've always like, come when they told me you can't do this, I did it. Come, That's my mentality. That's why I... I like started a, like a PR company that pushes press for artists that don't really get press here. Like Tylene, Tylene is super talented, but like 
they're they're like arguing in the media in Quebec whether it's okay or not that she was like doing sex work before. You know where we are in the conversation. Yeah, and that's that's it's like... really come not where I want to go with this artist. There's a lot of work to do here also about the hip hop culture. Like they don't know about the hip hop culture. They're they're judging all the time. They don't understand. To them, it's just like come women that don't respect themselves. Like they're really late. Like they don't understand. They're like, is is she the Cardi B of Montreal? Like they they need like some reference all the time. They can't just see her for what she is, you know. And also, there's I didn't express myself well. There's good media here. I would say it's more like. And I'm French originally, so I'm not saying this like because I don't like French people, but it's just like the French media have an issue with like the kind of like international, like to keep up with the culture that's like the actual culture that people like because they want to push their agenda of like the Quebec culture. That's their idea of what Quebec should be like. So there's a lot of like, it's mostly, I would say, the English artists that don't get recognition and sometimes if they get it it's gonna be like you know i don't know if you know editorial magazine or cult magazine no yeah they're like you can write these down they're like kind of good magazines that would talk about stuff here mm -hmm. and they have a print publication I, i think it's like the only one in montreal and it's a english independent like music journal And uh, a part of that, I don't even see one magazine that would talk about Tain unless it's to, or talk about like the artists that are actually, you know, the artist that I, the other artist I work with, his name is Izuku and he's like mentioned on Complex. He has a lot of stream in France and no one talks about him here because he makes like come ghetto French rap in a French slang that's just, I don't know <laughs> what's the problem. <laughs> <laughs> But I can send you all of this and you can like see for yourself. And I can also send you people that are doing great stuff in Montreal. And you can also mention like New Regime because New Regime, even if it's only like a clothing brand, come last year we made a project that was called Class of 2020 and we're going to do it every year. That was to talk about artists that we really, really like, but no one talks about them. That was their purpose. And your regime, even though if it's just a brand, they're kind of like doing a lot for the Montreal artists and culture in general. I think that's one of the things when you do look at like the strengths that Montreal has to offer. I think when it comes to um, fashion, when it comes to brands, when it comes to yeah. just knowing how to integrate culture with those brands and what fashion Montreal is, exactly. is is way ahead of even Dime um, has sometimes like sometimes what brands do here it's like they know like Dime booked Kitchenada for their campaign once just to promote him it's like we know that our media don't really support us so some brands will like push us or use their like we're, we all know each other here even if you're like working in fashion or like the art world is very small That's why why things are cool and people are really supportive in Montreal. Mm -hmm. But um, I would say like brands have helped for music also come even. I remember when High Class started, like I think the first time I saw him was like in a, sh in a New Regime shoot, you know, where when New Regime was like way bigger than him, you know. Mm -hmm. 
And what else? What else could I think about? And there's also like specific stuff that may, maybe you won't find, but like the NTNS radio. Yeah, I was talking to Jam Cam from um, ISO yeah, Radio. This is like a good platform that has helped a lot in Montreal. The guys from St. Wood's and the Apartment 200 also changed the dynamic about a pop culture in Montreal because we finally had a club where like if Drake comes in or like Travis Scott comes in, he goes there after, you know, it created like this sort of like hip hop bar that wasn't like super iron or you have to buy a bottle. Like we had no club like this where you can just come in with like sneakers and dress like how you want, you know? Mm -hmm. So that's it, I think. And if you have other questions, you just call me back or like. Uh, I really, I really appreciate the conversation. I think like your uh, generosity with your time, your generosity with like sharing and your how genuinely you are invested in and seeing the, these two cities um, more connected is is really powerful i'm so happy that you um, were part of the conversation no worries my pleasure come hope we can hopefully <laughs> connect on uh, with actual work next <laughs> thank you for listening to this conversation and connecting with what we do through convene Gratitude to the team behind this series on the music ecosystem between Montreal and Toronto, Nabil Shash, Alicia Roberts, Martine Anon, and Sebastian Miller. For more resources on this conversation, go to watervision.com, watrvision.com. This project is funded by Factor, the Government of Canada, and Canada's private radio broadcasters.